and welcome to School of Parenting on River Radio, the voice of the Thames Valley, um, with myself, Rachel Tyrrell, and this morning, my guest, Nina Bailey from Wokingham Rocks. Good morning, Nina. Hi, Rachel. Lovely to have you here. So we are going to be talking on the show this morning about half-term entertainment, um, some pumpkin trails and Halloween events, so don't go anywhere. The reason we do this show, School of Parenting, is because family life doesn't come with a manual. But let me tell you, I have been onto the Wokingham Rocks website and you absolutely do not need one for a manual for half term because everything is on there. Um, Nina, I'm amazed about how much information is on there. Can you tell us first a bit about Wokingham Rocks? How long has it been going? What it actually is? About yourself? Sure, absolutely. So, um... Woking Rocks has been going about six months now and the idea of Woking Rocks is it's the ultimate guide for families living in the Woking and Berkshire area. So we feature family days out, um, children's classes, independent shops and so much more. Um, I don't know whether anyone else has found this but when you're looking for events and places to go sometimes it's like looking for a needle in a haystack. Um, so the idea of Woking Rocks is that all the information is in one place. Um, so on our website you can filter um, for age, category, day, um, so instead of having to spend hours going through different websites, you can literally just find all the information in one place. Um, so as you said, we've got so much on our website and it's really popular at the moment. So we're getting about 8,000 hits a month on the website. Oh, wow. Um, so it's really popular. It's going really well. Um, and we're adding to it all the time. So we're constantly updating with up-to-date information, uh, classes, um, activities. It's all on there. Because you're right. You can actually, I mean, you know, you go on and you can actually realise several hours have gone past. You've been scrolling and scrolling and searching and searching. And actually, you you know, you haven't really come up with anything or you've gone off on various tangents. So it's great that it's all in one place. If anybody listening this morning has got any questions, you can email Rachel at River Radio with questions for Nina, or you can send us a tweet or message on Instagram or on Facebook, all at River Radio Live. So you've got some, so on there you said you've got classes and events, and you've also got a bit of a business directory as well so people can look for other things can't they yeah absolutely so we have party suppliers independent shops Um, we've just launched our christmas guide so there's an activities christmas guide and also independent christmas shopping guide on there Um, so yeah all sorts of directories Um, we're looking to expand more in kind of mum's night out date nights wellness all that kind of thing so there's loads more stuff that's going to be coming over the next few months excellent and how did you actually get involved in working in rocks yourself nina so i've very very recently joined um Hannah at Waking and Rocks. Um, so I used the website myself, actually. So um, I was following Waking and Rocks, and I used um, a couple of the um, suggestions. So I went for a Peppa Pig afternoon tea in London, which was fab. Ooh. Really, really good. <laughs> um, so I've got a little girl. She's recently started school. So it was a kind of preschool trip we went, and it was brilliant. Um, and then, yeah, Hannah, she works full-time, so she's really busy. Um, and Waking and Rocks is just taking off, so she needed an extra pair of hands to come along and help. So oh, that's where wow. I stepped in. Oh, okay. And you've mentioned that these they're, they're around the rest of the country as well, aren't they? Yep. So um, there are all different uh, rocks. So it's My Town Rocks is the kind of overall franchise. Um, and there's Cheltenham Rocks, uh, Coventry Rocks, Lincoln Rocks. They're popping up all over the place. Wow. I can't believe I've never heard <laughs> of it. <laughs> I've been missing out. My kids have been missing out. Um, okay. And so I'm, I'm really impressed at how organised you are with the Christmas guide. I did see that on there. Threw me into a little bit of a panic. 
I was like, ah! Um, but so we've got half term coming up. Yeah. And for a lot of people, it probably is, they're thinking, oh my gosh, we've just got through the really long holidays of summer. Um, lots of schools, well, some schools have got, everybody's got a week off. Some schools got a week and a half. Some schools got two weeks off. Um, so if, if people or families aren't going away and uh, want to have a look around and see what's on, um, you mentioned it doesn't just cover, cover Wokingham. It's sort of areas, you know, across the other areas across the Thames Valley. Um, so tell us about some of the things that are, that are happening. Okay, there's so much going on this half term. Um because half term and Halloween fall together this year, a lot mm. of it is Halloween kind of themed and based. Um, so I've picked out some trails um, that are going on around the Thames Valley area. So um, the first one I'll mention is First Days Hot Air Balloon. So First Days is a local charity in Wokingham, and they're putting up a hot air balloon trail around the Wokingham Town Centre. Okay. So you get a map, you get your trail, and you go around and find all the hot air balloons, and then you take it back and get a prize, I think, if you if you find them all. Are they uh, real hot air balloons? We I think pictures of hot air balloons. Oh, right, OK. <laughs> <laughs> it would be really spectacular if it was real hot air balloons. How's that going to work? <laughs> yeah, not in a busy town centre. No, um, no. Pictures, okay. pictures. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you can pick up your maps from Blue Orchid uh, Cafe and the Brown Bag Cafe, which are two really nice cafes in Wokingham. Do great okay. milkshakes. Um, we've then got Templeway uh, Community Scarecrow Hunt. Um, and that's our um, maps are from Jocks Lane um, Park Cafe and the Golfplex Cafe for that one. Um, some people may have heard of this one. This is Binfield Scarecrow Hunt. So this is a really big one. So... Um, Binfield go to town, there are literally so many people get involved, they decorate their houses, they have minions, they have gruffalos, they have lights. Is for Halloween or? For, for, for half term, so okay. that one runs from the 23rd of October to the 31st of October um, and you go around all around Binfield Village and there's literally just so many houses that take part, so that's a really, really good one. Okay. So again, you get maps from Binfield Village stores and the coffee shops in Binfield for those ones. Um, and then there's a really, really big RG postcode Halloween hunt. So that's for any postcode that begins with RG. Um, they can decorate the house, they get put on the map, um, and it's huge. Um, so they've got a Facebook page detailing all the all the um, maps, where to get maps and where to go. Um, because that one is so big, if you want to do all of it, you probably need a car, or you can just pick a little local bit that's close to you to do. Right. Um, so again, okay. that's people decorating their houses. Um, so I actually did that one last year with my next door neighbour. We're semi-detached, so we did the whole of our house together. So is this is this a new thing, Deco? Because obviously it sounds like a bit like when the Christmas lights are on and there's information and people can go in their cars or they can walk around and they can see everybody's Christmas lights. Is this a new thing that's happening for October half term? And I think it's I've kind of developed heard. over the last couple of years. So I think with lockdown okay. and things. So I think yeah. last year definitely um, that's where the RG postcode one came and then some of the local schools were doing little Halloween trails rather than people knocking on people's doors and trick-or-treating to kind of reduce the risk of right. social so I think it was a kind of go on a trail and look at people's houses instead I think it's just kind of taken off really because they're actually really nice and fun to do so yeah and then tying it in with harvest and October with the yeah and the scarecrows and yeah okay okay excellent so I've got a few more of you if you want some more yes please (laughs) Um, I hope everybody's got their notepads and their pens (laughs) um so there's also um Spencer's Wood they've got Halloween trail um and you can get the maps from Budgeons um, Marlow Bottom 2021 Scarecrow Festival. Um, that's from the 24th of October to the 30th of October. Um, and maps are from Tin Town Coffee, The Barn Club, or Deluca. Is that again? People are displaying these in their gardens, front gardens, yeah. or something. Okay. And then there's Walter Perry Spooky Scarecrow Trail, um, and that's from the 16th of October to the 31st. Um, and then you get a prize if you find all the hidden scarecrows on that one. 
Okay. So yeah, that's my top trails. Oh, <laughs> okay. And do um do are these free activities? Yes. Yeah, so you pay a small donation for the maps, which normally go back into the community, say a local charity, or back into the the village itself. Okay. All right. That's great. So so rug up. Put on your coat, your gloves, your hats. Although it's not well, it has the temperature has dropped a little bit, hasn't it? In the uh, in the past couple of days, um, but um, so but all this information though is on. So th- these trails, this this is all on your website. Tell us what your website is. So it's www.wokingrocks.co.uk. Okay, that's great. Okay, what else have you got for us, Nina? <laughs> Let me get my notes. <laughs> I had to make notes because there were so many different things. And is it, do you find that this particular half term, I mean, I know, um, you know, not everybody got away in the summer, but it, people, a lot more people do tend to, I suppose, stay around, don't they? Stay around home rather than going off on holidays. Yeah, I think so. Um, you've only just kind of got back into the routine of school, I think. So, um, and there's always lots going on kind of with Halloween and around that time. So, yeah, um, yeah I think yeah. a lot of people do stay local for that one. Brilliant. Okay, what's next? I'm excited. <laughs> okay, so I picked out a few kind of main events. So there's, again, like I said, loads of stuff going on across, uh, going on across Thames Valley. Um, but I just picked out a few kind of, of my favourite things. Um, so Beale Park, um, 25th of October to the 31st of October. Um, they've got a ghost train, pumpkin skeleton trail. You can make broomsticks, wands and bat boxes. They've got meat creepy crawlies, Halloween um, face painting. And if you get one child fully dressed in fancy dress, um, they get in free with a full paying adult. So oh, okay. That's quite nice. Okay, so you pick the token child. Yes. <laughs> We're going to dress you up <laughs> so so mummy or daddy can get in free. Exactly. So, um, yeah, so that's, that's it. Right. Not that kids need much encouragement no. when dressing up. Um, and then a slightly different, this one, um, we've got Meet the Monster Minions at the Oracle. Um, so that's happening on the 28th of October. So Oracle is the shopping centre in Reading. Um, this was actually quite useful for me. So um, like I mentioned earlier, I've got a little girl called Arabelle who's four. Uh, and since about the age of 18 months, she won't wear dresses or skirts. She'll only wear leggings. Um, but we've actually been invited to a wedding um, in December, a family wedding. Um, so I've managed to bribe her to go shopping with me if we get to meet the Monster Minions at the same time. So this has actually really oh. helped me out. <laughs> so I said, as long as she picks a dress or a skirt, we can go and meet the Monster Minions. So um, Now, I don't, I, I don't want to tell you this, Nina, but, but it might not get any better. Because I actually, because I've got one of those in my house. Um, but the skirts and dresses she did wear till probably about I'd say seven or eight. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, and then we exactly the same thing. We had a wedding to go to this summer, so we compromised. She wore a jumpsuit because it still had the trouser legs part, but there was no florals. No, oh, it's <laughs> no, so, it's it so was, tricky. It was so that's really early, isn't mm. it? I wasn't prepared for it. I was not prepared for it, but we've just, yeah, we've learned to pick our battles and dresses and skirts just aren't worth it. But she obviously did start school in September, so I was really worried about whether she'd wear the school uniform, but we've managed to get over that without any hurdles. Um, Okay. We've got, like, the shorts that look like like a skirt instead of actually a skirt. Oh, so she's gone with that. Okay. She won't wear the pinafore or the summer dress. We've got trousers and, like, the clots, short-type things. Ah, because I've, yeah, that's, and that's a new thing, isn't it? I suppose the past few years, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, it's great, and also the um, I've seen. I love the summer dresses that are in that style as well. The little collots. Yes, 
yeah. or play suits, you know, that type of thing that they look like. Great. Well, that's that's um, that's really good bribery, isn't it? Yes. Then so. that is my main parenting <laughs> technique. I'm sorry to say. Okay, I think we've all yeah we yeah we'd all go with that one. Um, so next on my list is uh, this is one of our favourite places to go actually. So Wellington Country Park. Um, they've got loads going on over half term from the 23rd of October to the 31st. Um, it's called Hello Wellyween. Um, and they've got family shows, pumpkin carving, Halloween disco, pop-up play village is going to be there. Um, they've got an animal farm treasure hunt, Halloween crafts, spooky train ride, and zoo labs are going to be there doing animal encounters. So there's literally loads of stuff going on there. So okay. Are... Do people have to book for that? Yes, you'd need to book tickets in advance for that okay. one. Uh, so we're going on the Saturday before um, Halloween. Okay. One. Um, Jump Trampoline Park in Slough they've got a children's Halloween party um, on Saturday 29th of October that's from 6 o'clock for two hours Um, they've got scary soundtracks and a fancy dress competition going on there then we've got um, Didcot Hallow Steam so this is on Wednesday the 27th Thursday the 28th Saturday the 30th and Sunday the 31st Um, they're encouraging people to come dressed as witches wizards ghosts and ghouls um, and you get to have a ride on the working steam train with some spooky surprises i don't know what that is Um, and they've got a halloween steam trail open uh, um, trail in the open air museum Um, so that looks like a good one as well Um, there's bucklebury farm and deer safari park another one of my favorite places Um, from the 23rd of october to the 31st they've got a spooky trail They've actually got pumpkin carving on site, so they give you a pumpkin carving kit uh, okay. and you can do it on site. Um, they've got their tractor rides, their play areas and all their farm yard areas that are open as normal. Um, and then Millet's Farm, they've got loads going on, um, a bit different as well actually, over half term. So it's the Halloween Spooktacular. Um, they've got Millet's Falconry Halloween Hoot, so that's a big bird display I think. Okay. Um, they've got Halloween Reptile Encounters, a circus that's running from Monday through to the Sunday and a spook about party, which is six till eight on Thursday to Saturday. Excellent. Okay, so loads going on. So much going on. Yeah, okay, <laughs> that's brilliant. And all that info is on your website. Well, I'm. We, we're going to take a song break because I think Nina needs to have a little sip because she's re- <laughs> all that information is absolutely brilliant, and there's loads to do. So, um, Nina, this is. Um, Perfect, we're going to listen to by Ed Sheeran, and this was one of your um, favorite songs that you nominated. Tell us why you like this song. So, um, I played this song over and over when Araba was a baby, um, trying to get to go to sleep. So, it just reminds me of those kind of early newborn days and yeah, the, the hours you spend trying to get them to go to sleep at a reasonable time. And would, um, would she fall off to sleep? sleep eventually, to eventually, yeah. Oh. <laughs> played it on repeat. <laughs> okay, lovely. Well, let's, let's have a listen. And when we come back, we're going to be hearing some more um, from Nina and what's going on um, across the half term. So, don't go anywhere. Across the Thames Valley. One more time. Across the Thames Valley. This, this is River Radio. Well, now for some pop music. Try this. Darling, just dive right in. Follow my lead. I found a girl. Beautiful and sweet. I never knew you were the someone waiting for me Cause we were just kids when we fell in love Not knowing what it was I will not give you up this time Darling, just kiss me slow Your heart 
Good morning and welcome back to School of Parenting on River Radio, the voice of the Thames Valley with myself, Rachel Tyrrell. And this morning, my guest is Nina Bailey from Wokingham Rocks. Hello, welcome back. Thank you, Rachel. (laughs) I love that song. Um, I love that song, Ed Sheeran. So that helped your daughter go off to sleep did it listening yes, it to did. oh sure he'd love to know spent that. hours <laughs> bouncing on you know one of those kind of maternity bouncing balls that you have before you give birth yeah spent ages bouncing her to sleep on that um in hindsight we should have just kind of sat up and watched tv and let her go to sleep when she was ready but you know everyone puts the pressure on you've got to get your child to sleep and they should yes. be sleeping by this point and yeah so is she a good sleeper now yes normally Oh, <laughs> I mean, she's just started school, so we're having a little bit of um, tiredness and overtiredness in the evenings. So, um, but normally she does sleep very okay. well. Okay, and how has that all gone? Her, her so she's got, gone into reception year, has she? Yeah, she's in reception. And how's, how's that been? That trans- transition into school. And obviously, there's lots of people out there who've gone through it this September. Yeah, it's um, it's been good. She's done really well. Um, I think I was quite relieved when the day actually came because I think there's so much build up and hype around starting school that it becomes quite stressful for everybody. So I was quite glad when the day actually arrived and we went to school and we, we kind of did it. Um, but no, she's getting on really well. She likes learning at school, not at home. So if we try and do anything with her at home, she's okay. not interested. 
but at school she seems to be um, enjoying it. So, and then how were th- how were things for you during um, the lockdown and the pandemic? Which I suppose she would have normally been in nursery, would she? Yes. So, um, yes, difficult <laughs> <laughs> trying to keep a three, four year old entertained day in day out by not being able to go out. And I'm very much I like to go out and about, so I actually find it quite difficult to spend yeah. all day in the house with a small person trying yes. to keep them entertained. So I'm very much a out and about day trip park farm kind of mum so I did find it really difficult kind yeah. of being in um so we did lots of activities lots of arts and crafts going to the park um but there's only so many walks a three-year-old wants to go on before they get bored yeah they don't absolutely go. Um, but it wasn't it wasn't too bad but um yeah. absolutely well I know I I certainly um feel for anybody I think during the last year and a half because my children are a little bit older um one was quite independent with his schoolwork, and and um, my other child just needed a little bit of help but I did think back to those years where one of my children in particular who um as a toddler was quite challenging and I just think oh it yeah it must have uh, it must have been really difficult but you did have a life Nina before even working in rocks and um and you're actually a nurse. We are we are going to be getting back, obviously, to why Nina is here. So don't go anywhere. We've been talking about um, half-term entertainment. So um, coming up, we've got um, at the end of October or from next week, if you've got two weeks off, uh, two weeks, week and a half, um, but everybody's definitely got a week off. Um, it obviously coincides this year with Halloween. And uh, we've been chatting about various places that you can go to, events, um, Halloween trails that are on. Um, We've still got to find out about pumpkins, so where the pumpkin picking is going on. So don't worry, you haven't haven't missed out on that. Um, If you want to listen back to the first part of the show, um, you can listen on podcast or you can go to our website, river.radio, and you can listen to us anytime on your mobile with Apple app, Google app, or just ask Alexa to play River Radio Live. So um, we definitely don't like doing the, the pumpkin carving in our house. So I so I have got my note, notepad and pen ready for that, Nina. But um, t- tell us a bit more. We were chatting while um, your song was on about... Um, you obviously did have a life before working in rocks and before children, like lots of us, lots of us do. And you said you are still currently a nurse. I am, yes. So um, during the pandemic, I was actually a diabetes specialist nurse, and then um, kind of after, kind of in between COVID, I moved to um, be a school nurse in a boarding school. Um, ah, so quite different. Okay. Um, so yeah, I, I've yeah I've done nursing for about thirteen years now, ever since I finished university. Um, but I've always loved kind of planning and organising things. Um, and then when Arabelle came along, I think I really found my love for a day trip, getting out and about and seeing different things. Um, and so I think, and like I said before, about entertaining a small person all day. Yeah. I like to get out and about. So I really kind of found my love for a day trip. Um, yeah. And all my friends kind of come to me asking me where to go and what to do, where oh, to book birthday parties, all that kind of thing. That's brilliant. You're the person to go. So and during the, were you actually working out out of the house during the pandemic so yeah, you're actually going out in the community and so on yeah so I was actually at Frimley Park Hospital was where I was based um when the pandemic first hit so yeah I, I worked my normal hours oh um, wow okay yeah so super stressful really yeah. um not really anything we expected to kind of come to deal with but um yeah and how is it now is it sort of back to normal um I think the hospital is calming down. Um, now I'm in a boarding school, so we still have a lot of issues with 
testing and COVID and pupils and people testing positive and stuff. So it's still definitely there. Yes, um, still yeah. kind of massive increase in the workload, um, just dealing with it. Um, but yeah, slowly but surely getting better, I think. Yeah, I was I, w- I was going to mention and I thought maybe I shouldn't, maybe I, um, but obviously some of the secondary schools, they're doing the... Um, covid vaccinations aren't they um i had a quick look um this morning though but all the um the on the scrolls and the feeds all the controversy and everything so we that that might be a tangent that we don't want to go on on um on school of parenting so uh yeah i might leave that one well alone (laughs) probably a good idea (laughs) but but yeah it's going on in uh, my children's school this week secondary school this week so um Okay, so your so your friends basically knew to come to you. So had you got sort of interested and organised then after you'd had your daughter into? Yeah, I think I've always liked organising things, and yeah. obviously when you do have a, a small child around you need to be really organized mm. um but I had a really good um, NCT group that we all met when we were pregnant and I've kind of taken on board organizing things so we go away on weekends and we do birthday parties and Christmas parties for all of the, the children in the group um, are you the member that everybody wishes they had in their NCT group it has, oh. it has been mentioned yeah <laughs> oh lucky NCT group it's either annoying or it's lucky <laughs> no 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 that's that's brilliant um so one year um my friends are all taking the mick out of us I think we did about 12 Christmas activities in one year um, which is great fun but not so good for the bank balance and my husband actually works in finance so he wasn't very happy if I spent hundreds of pounds going to Father Christmas even by the end of I was like I don't want to see him anymore like I've had enough oh, <laughs> but it was great fun did she think each Father Christmas was the same Father Christmas she was really she I think she must have been about two so she didn't really know. oh right okay. she was fine she just got a present every time so she was happy. okay she wasn't married <laughs> no um, but yeah so I need to calm it down so this year we're only going to two places because yeah calming things down <laughs> oh and and then you've said that you are actually you're not going to be so you will be giving up nursing I will yes yeah. so I've been a nurse for about 13 years and yeah. I've met some fantastic people along the way yeah, but I'm, I'm ready for a change so um so yeah I'm really looking forward to being able to do what I love as a job and uh yeah just doing all things fun and family in Berkshire brilliant do people actually invite you to how does it work do people invite you to come along and and just sort of check out what's going on yeah so we build up kind of lots of different relationships with local businesses so um yeah we might go along to a family event or we might go along to an attraction um and then we take some pictures and write up about it um we have a list of kind of directories on the website that businesses contact us saying they want to advertise right um, we pop all the details on there um obviously some of the classes and and people we've used ourselves um because it's all local so um yeah okay okay excellent um and it sounds like fun like a really fun job (laughs) it's a really fun job yeah (laughs) so out of we we spoke in the first part of the show um about some of the um events that that are going on have you got any favorites or places any favorite favorite places that you've got I know you, you or are you not allowed to kind of be is that showing favoritism <laughs> I don't think so <laughs> to, um, share, to share with us some of your favorite places so definitely Wellington Country Park is one of my favorite places okay um, just because it's just so much space and mm. there's just so much to do um, and Arabelle just loves it there all the different areas and the train ride and, and things like that she really enjoys that is that somewhere you can just turn up to 
just as in to go on the walks and the trails and that sort of thing it's actually somewhere i haven't been so you do have to buy tickets um to go in so oh, I think right, if okay. you're going before one o'clock um in the afternoon you have to buy a ticket if you're going after one you can turn up on the door okay um, everything's obviously changed a bit in terms of tickets and things since covid you used right. to just be able to rock up and buy a ticket but you do have to put them in advance if you're okay. going in the morning um they actually do camping and stuff there as well so i'm not brave enough to go camping um, but they do have a campsite and everything there as well. Um, oh. And then you get access to the park included in your campsite, which is quite cool. Okay. Um, we spent a lot of time at Legoland um, just because it's on our doorstep. We're quite lucky. Um, so all the rides are kind of good for Arabelle's age. Um, so we spent a lot of our days and afternoons before she went to school um, at Legoland. Okay. Yeah, loads to do there. Do you think Legoland is one of those places a bit like... Um what marmite you either love it or you hate it because i had a little shudder there when you said the word legoland so not, nothing against legoland just want to say that but i do i was like oh i'm glad those days are over so at first <laughs> i didn't used to like legoland to be honest um i remember one time pushing the pram all the way back up the hill because it's quite yeah hard. i didn't realize yeah. it was a hill drain you can get on to go to the top so i pushed the pram all the way back to the top oh um and was like this is ridiculous how can this be for for small people and then yeah i realized they had the hill train um but I'm going to love it now. Um, yeah. And there are people out there who I remember when my children were younger who um, become real experts. And um, I'm I'm thinking you you're one of those people, Nina. Who and and they would actually sort of get they would know the best times to oh. go. Then when you arrive there, the best the areas that you go to first because these certain areas the queues formed in this and 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 all that sort of thing. So yeah, there's definitely a method to it. Okay, I don't know if I should admit to this or not, but um, they've got the new Mythica um, section of Legoland that's recently opened. Okay, and um, Arabelle's going through that period of uh, or phase where she's scared of things, so she didn't want to go on any of the new rides. She'd only go on the rides that she knew. Right. So I didn't get to go on any of the new rides, and I was really upset. So I dragged one of my friends along who also has a Merlin pass, and we went together the other day, just the two just of us. Just yourselves. No kids. Just adults. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> and we went on all the rides I didn't get to go on. Oh, oh I didn't know I didn't know that they've got a new area there. Yeah, so they've, got, um, oh, they've okay. got a few new rides that are really kind of up there as really good rides. So, um, yeah, I didn't want to miss out. So we went together, and then we went for a lunch in Windsor and did kind of grown-up things. Adult things. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> my, I'm, I'm thinking it might be worth going back to then. It was it was great fun, and without okay. the small people, you know, you can just whiz around and go where you want, and you don't have to have fifty thousand snacks in your bag. And do you look out of place? Just do you not having any children with you? I think <laughs> do you have to pretend like call out every now and then, come back. I think we did look slightly odd, and then we left after about an hour, about an hour and a half, and the chap was like, "You coming back?" And we were like, "No." Oh, so yeah, I think we did look slightly odd, but you know, oh, <laughs> it's worth it. Oh well, I, yes, I might pop, pop that on my list then to um, um, to do. Um, okay, so let's um, let's talk about the pumpkin picking then, because everybody loves a pumpkin, um, and again, that's something, hasn't it? Over the over the past years, I mean, not I mean, not even that long ago. I'm thinking five years ago when I first had my children. I don't remember there were places that we would go. It was literally. The supermarket basically was where you got your pumpkin yeah. from, but obviously it's now it's massive, isn't it? The pumpkin picking, I think pick your own actually has really grown over the last few years. So yeah. um, we had sunflowers um, in the summer. Yes. I think that's the first time I've really ever seen pick your own sunflowers. Yeah, um, and there's all that the lavender fields that you can go and visit and take nice pictures in the lavender fields. So I think these are all things that have definitely developed over the kind of like you say the last four or five years. Um, I don't remember things being around like that no. um, previously. Um, so yeah pick your own pumpkins is the kind of the next thing um, okay. to do 
Do, now, excuse my ignorance. So do you actually, are you actually going and picking the pumpkin? Yeah, so you go out into the field. Yeah. I, know, I sound like I have not a clue, do I, on farming of pumpkins, which I admit that I don't. But you are actually, that is what you're doing. Yeah, so you go out into the fields and, yeah, you pick your own pumpkins. Yeah, you find the one that you like and you take it home. Okay. Um, I actually went sunflower picking in the, in the spring, summer, whenever they were around. Um, but with those, you do need something to be able to cut the, the sunflowers because their stems are really thick. And we okay. Have anything, so that they don't give you something then, you just have to go yeah, we didn't really prepared with through. your tall belt. Yeah. I was not prepared, so we couldn't actually cut Your any chainsaw. of the sunflowers down. <laughs> so we went home with nothing, just a few photos. Oh, no. <laughs> but yeah, lesson learned for next time. Okay, okay. I have to admit, I, I, I don't think I would have thought of that. I mean, I, I did see some of the sunflowers locally that were happening, but yeah, I wouldn't... Uh, yeah, I didn't think. No. So there was other organised people with kind of their scissors and things, and we were like, oh, we'll, we'll just oh, take some pictures. <laughs> okay. Okay, so yes, where can people go then to do some pumpkin picking so, across the Thames Valley? Pick your own pumpkins. Um, Millet's Farm, so I mentioned them on the events. They've got lots of stuff on Halloween, but they also do have your pick your own pumpkins. Where is Millet's Farm? Because I have heard of it. but It's Oxford. Oxford, okay, yeah. great. Um, so they're now open every weekend um, until the 16th of October, and then they're open every day um, for pumpkin picking. You pay £1 to enter, and then obviously you just pay for whichever pumpkins you pick. Okay, um, we've got Coppers Farm, which is over in Maidenhead. Mm. Um, they're from the 23rd to the 31st of October. And this is actually the first time they've ever opened their gates to pumpkin picking. Um, so it's, the first, so it's time. the first for them. Yeah, first okay. for them. So I think that ties in nicely with what you're saying about it's a kind of fairly new thing, kind yeah. of for the pick your own. Okay. Uh, then we've got Pumpkin Patch, which is at Long Acres Garden Centre over in Bagshot. Uh, and that's from the 25th of October to the 31st of October. They've um, they've got some other stuff going on as well. So they've got food tasting, they've got some spooky activities, and you can actually do your pumpkin carving on site. So if you don't want to go home and make a mess, you can kind of do all the messy bit there and then take it home with you. Okay. Um, and then we've got Cops Farm, which is up near Hungerford Way. Um, that's running until the 31st of October, um, and you grab a wheelbarrow, and then you go down and pick your pumpkins, and then you come back. Um, I would say my top tip for the pumpkin picking, I think it's going to be quite popular this year, so I probably yeah. wouldn't leave it till the end of half term because you might not get much um, left. So my top tip would be to maybe plan that earlier on in half term um, okay. just to make sure you get the, the best of the crop, really. So if you do that early, um, I'm thinking when actually we have done it as a family at it was a school event, um, so it was actually quite early. We then did the carving and then by Halloween, which we explained to the children was perfectly fine that the pumpkin had gone mouldy and yucky. That's the effect. And we went, yeah, it's okay because it's Halloween. I mean, it was actually really disgusting. <laughs> so is the idea that maybe you pick your pumpkin early then, get to these places early, and maybe you leave the carving to a bit closer unless of course you want um a moldy effective scary manky <laughs> pumpkin to put outside the door absolutely it depends what look you're going for um but yeah you can okay. pick your pumpkin first and then you either can carve it there at the event or you can yeah leave it for longer and make two activities then you've got your pick your own as one activity and then you've got your carving can be another activity okay another day okay yeah because it would be interesting if it's a lot more popular this year whether they i mean they you know they could run out obviously it's yeah not, you know, a few of them did put on their websites you know until pumpkins last so once they're right. gone they're kind of gone and okay. um i know one um pumpkin picking they were doing tickets and they've actually sold out so um they're they're, they're sold for half, sold out for half term these ones you don't need tickets um but yeah go early to avoid disappointment i think would be my okay. top okay and i suppose really we should mention that when you when you're doing that with your pumpkin um really 
I suppose the idea is that you're using what's inside the pumpkin as well, aren't you? Making some pumpkin soup or something. Have you ever done that, Nina? I'm, I'm, I'm looking I'm... at your face. <laughs> I haven't, no. But I have okay. a friend um, who is very good at using all parts of the pumpkin up. But okay. so you should, be, yeah, you can make pumpkin pie or, yeah. But no, I'm not very good at that. Okay. <laughs> okay, I thought I should mention that because we have our our, um, our regular uh, guests on School of Parenting, um, Joe Keys and Jenny Tishi, our nutritionists out there. And I'm sure, I'm, I bet, that is what they do with their pumpkin so I think we probably should all be um, aspiring Absolutely. to um, <laughs> getting out the inside and then putting it in and making a soup I, I might even try that this year and then I'll report back and see how that goes <laughs> okay don't hold me to it though all right sorry right so carry on where else can we get our pumpkins from so that's all I've got on my list actually for okay yeah so like I said a few have already sold out um there might be smaller kind of farms and things locally um individually so that might just be worth a little google but there were my top kind of four um in the area that are doing it this year okay and obviously it's nice to do that anyway with the kids rather than going to the supermarket I'm not saying don't go to supermarkets but it it's nice isn't it because then it, there's an opportunity there isn't there for you know the children they're learning about where the food's coming from and and actually getting involved and being active and so on okay well how about we have a another uh, song break and then when we come back I want to ask about the classes actually that you have as well on um, Wokingham Rocks and um, and also we have a little bit of a chat about trick or treating as well um, so this next song we've got Ho Hey from the Lumineers. Tell us about that one, Nina. It's one of your so favourites. That was my first dance at my wedding, actually. Oh. So, yeah, that's why I picked that one. Oh, that's lovely. Okay. Windsor, Windsor. Ascot, Ascot. Maidenhead, Maidenhead. Bracknell, Bracknell. Wokingham, Wokingham. Henley, Henley. Reading. Reading. Okay. Ta-da. The Voice, River Radio, of the Thames Valley. I've been trying to do it right I've been living a lonely life I've been sleeping here instead I've been sleeping in my bed Sleeping in my bed So show me family All the blood that I will bleed
Good morning and welcome back to School of Parenting, um, the voice of the Thames Valley here on River Radio. You're with myself, Rachel Tyrrell, and our guest today on School of Parenting is Nina Bailey from Wokingham Rocks. It's, been, it's lovely having you here, Nina. Um, and we've been chatting this morning about half-term entertainment and talking about um, events and activities, places that you can go with the children, um, Halloween trails and pumpkin, pumpkin. <laughs> but that sounded really wrong when I said it. Okay, you know what I'm talking about, picking. <laughs> you know when you say a word too many times. Um, if you missed the uh, start of our show and you want to go back, I would highly recommend that you have your pen and your notepad with you. Um, but you can listen back on podcasts, wherever you listen to your podcasts from, um, or through our website at river.radio. And you can listen to us anytime on your apps, Apple app, Google app, through the website or you can ask Alexa to play River Radio Live. So Nina, we were talking um, talking about the events and we, we actually, I'd asked you actually, which is your favourite places and you were talking about Wellington, Wellington Park, um, which actually is somewhere that is on my list to go. I haven't, I haven't been actually and I've heard some really good things. And then obviously um, we were having a chat about Legoland because I had a little bit of a shudder there, but it's, <laughs> it sounds like it's worth going back there um, because there's, there's, there's lots of new, new things. Where else is one of your favourite places? So we have, um, not too far down the road from us, Jake's Play Barn. Um, okay. So they have a big um, indoor play area, okay. um, if you're feeling brave. So I yes. know some people absolutely hate soft play, but yeah. um, Arabelle's not at the age where I can just kind of let her go and I don't have to be doing too much parenting, so I quite like the break. Um, but they've got a massive indoor soft play, um, but they've also got a big outdoor um, farm. So they've got animals, they've got boat rides, they've got a train ride, they've got these little ride-on sheep that Arabelle used to love going on. Um, they're really funny, put a pound in and they just kind of ride around in this little oh, track wow. um, and they've got like a little hunt so you can go around and find all the animals and they have stamps and you stamp onto a piece of paper and then you collect them all at the end okay um, and they do all sorts of events as well so um, I'm sure they have something on for Halloween they've got something on for Christmas um, so they they're kind of open all year round the farm is obviously um, because we're coming into winter it will be closing but the indoor play barn will be staying open okay um, and they do parties and all that kind of thing there as well and I guess, as you said, lots of these places, if, if people have got their favourite places that they like to go there, go to, it's highly likely they are going to be doing something special. So I guess you just go and check out. Exactly. I thought, yeah, website. most kind of, yeah, most kind of children's play areas or play places will have some kind of event going on, I would have thought. Okay. Are play areas, soft play areas, do you think since everything that's happened, they're cleaner? I think so. Yeah, yeah, I think they have to be. <laughs> okay. I think everywhere's cleaner than it used to be. <laughs> good, good. Um, yeah. Because so again, think... yeah, I've just got this, I've just gone back <laughs> to the ball pits and yeah. the, yeah, and the, the smell and yeah they, they <laughs> the are challenging there. places definitely and I have been stuck a few times you know they don't really make them with adults in mind so um I remember one time we were on holiday and um Arrow was small and she was having a tantrum in the soft play and I don't know she'd hit another child or something so I was like, I had to take her <gasps> out um, but it was one of those like rolling ball things you had to kind of like a um to get out so you had to kind of squeeze through it so oh, trying to squeeze okay. a tantruming child and myself through yes. this kind of rollable thing was an absolute nightmare so whoever invented that had not thought about the poor parent that had to try and roll through it with their child who was having a tantrum so, and they um, must know that the children mustn't know that you've got to you're stuck <laughs> trapped in this soft play <laughs> into i do remember actually with my when i had my second child and going to these places that i then i i did then come up with a rule where i just said um 
mummy doesn't go on I don't go on one because I had a second child you know tiny little child in a you know the the car seat thing um or the buggy but um but also because I just thought no those no I'm not crawling in (laughs) it's hard work it's like a gym workout yeah yeah it's like well if daddy's here that's fine but uh but but yeah no definitely okay so Jake's Barn and that's whereabouts is Jake's Barn so that's just kind of on the edge of Sandhurst Yately Sandhurst way so yeah about 10 minutes out of Wokingham Okay. And so Wokingham Rocks also has classes. Tell us about the classes. So if you go onto our website, we've got all sorts of different classes listed. So there's literally so much that's going on over the whole of the Thames Valley area, really, in terms of baby classes. But we have things like Tiny Tombs Music. Um, We've got Pop-Up Play Village, um, Henley on there, Um, Baby Century that's run in all different areas. Um, There's signing, there's heart beeps. Um, We've got Little Muddy Boots that's coming soon. So there's literally all sorts of um, activities there's swimming yoga you can literally do everything with um, a baby these days so there's yeah. literally loads of things on there what's that what's heartbeats what's that the so heartbeats is like a baby sensory kind of class so um oh. lots of music lots of fancy dress lots of singing um yeah lots of fun <laughs> it's really really good and the the little muddy yeah that is that the outside so is i think that's going to be like a forest school type okay yeah adventure so type place so. that's that's vicky that does that i think yeah i've i've asked her to come on to the show she's so busy <laughs> um yeah but that's great because it's all outdoors isn't yeah, it yeah so for the totally, yeah for those, everything absolutely. is outdoors so get some fresh air exploring nature yeah for those children that like to be out and about so yeah really yeah. really good and the reality is the kid the kids don't mind it's us isn't it the oh. adults i mean you you know the kids will just rug up, won't they? Um, Absolutely. I do have to say, after kind of COVID and lockdown, I am sick to death of the park. So I've had to buy a long coat to keep me warm. Yeah. Because literally wind, rain, ice, snow, we were at the park. So um, it's nice now to be able to do some other activities alongside that. So Yeah. yeah. Brilliant. Okay. So so all those classes, all that information is on there. Um, and, what, I mean, what's your view on my, I've mentioned my children a little bit older, um, so they're, one in particular is really excited about trick-or-treating. Um, well, yeah, what's your thoughts on that? So I think particularly last year there was lots of debate around trick-or-treating, so I think that's where a lot of the Halloween and the spooky kind of trails came into place, so you could still kind of go trick-or-treating but not actually have yes. to, to do it. Um I think this year, personally myself, I'm just going to leave some kind of individually packaged sweets in a cauldron at the front of my drive, and if people want to pick one up, they can do. Yeah, um, yeah. I think some people probably will still feel very cautious about it, but that's when you can go on a trail rather than trick or treating. So you can still go around and see all the houses, um, and then maybe take sweets yourself if you don't feel comfortable with your child taking sweets from someone else's doorstep. Yeah. Um, so every time you see a house, you can have a sweet handy to give them um but yeah I think that's where the trails really came from so that you can still go out and enjoy it but you don't have to kind of do all that social interacting okay um, but hopefully things are kind of relaxing a little bit more and people are feeling a bit more confident about it yeah um, but if not then yeah just do what you feel comfortable with and yeah. take sweets yourself and I mean the general rule with trick-or-treating it all that I've picked up over the years as a parent is um if somebody has a pumpkin outside of their house then it's acceptable to knock Absolutely. Yeah. So I think if you're decorated and you have pumpkins, that means you're, you're involved and you're willing to have people knocking at the door. And then if you're not, then yeah, if it's in darkness or there's nothing outside, then yeah, just walk on by. Yeah. Um, but I think a lot of people might be leaving bits and pieces out rather than having to kind of everyone knocking on the doors. You can literally just pick your suite up from the yeah. tub out the side and then on to the next I one. I mean, I do remember one particular year we went, I'm probably going back a few years. So it was before um, pandemic and everything. And I remember we did, we, we did knock. there was a pumpkin and we did, we did knock and, um, 
And the person in the house was so happy. We were apparently being the first people that had knocked on the door. And I think the kids practically took the whole half the quadrant of sweets. Um, so, so yeah, I mean, you know, I, I do say to my children, if there's, if there's pumpkin there or there's candles there or whatever, then it's okay. But if there isn't, then yeah, yeah, just walk you, don't, the next you don't knock. You don't know who's there. You, yeah. Um, could be somebody older or vulnerable who doesn't want people knocking on their door. Absolutely. And then obviously doing that with an adult yes, as well. Definitely. Yeah. Um, so yeah, going with other other adults or you know the, the children in the street or going off together. So that's what we do. We've got like a, a little row where I live, and there's kind of six or seven of us that will go out together with the parents. And then, yeah, just keeping safe and keeping everyone together. Definitely. Do you organise that, Nina? <laughs> Are you the organiser? I don't organise everything. <laughs> we do have a WhatsApp group, but um, but no. Um, oh, really? So that's okay. the local area, actually. So the school that Arabelle goes to just down the road, they they have their own Halloween trail. So it's all the parents from the school, really. So I can't take credit for that one. <laughs> oh, okay, that's lovely. Um, and then obviously, as you mentioned, with with the sweets that are left out, is um, is it, I mean, there's. I, they're, they're just individually wrapped yeah so I've got little yeah. packets of Harry Bow sweets so yeah. you can just take one individually um, but like I say if, if you don't feel comfortable with that then just take some in your pocket and just every time yeah. you go to a house you can give one to your child and then they don't have to yeah. to pick anything up yeah. so there's ways and means around it and yeah. making sure that you feel comfortable but definitely gone are the days of anything that's not pre-packaged um, but, but yeah definitely so just, just yeah, be safe about that so how can our listeners find out um, more about Woking and Rocks and what goes on? Tell us where they can find you on social media. Sure. So um, we're on Instagram, so that's at Woking and Rocks. Uh, we have a Facebook page, again, Woking and Rocks, and our website, which is www.wokingrocks.co.uk. But if you can't remember any of that and your mind goes blank, then if you just type things to do in Wokingham into your Google search engine, we come top of the search engine profile, so you'll be able to find us that way. Um, if you can't remember our social media. Um, so, yeah, we work with businesses all across our social media platforms um, in any way. So they can advertise with us on the um, social media platforms on our website. We do grid posts and all that kind of thing. OK, great. Um, so if there's people listening out there who have got events as well that they want to have circulated, they can then get in touch with you. Absolutely. Can they? Yeah, let us know. And um, yeah, we can yeah talk about it and cover it and come and see. I mean, a lot of the events we go to anyway, because we like to go to events yes <laughs> so we're normally yeah. out and about anyway um but yeah if there's anything coming up that people want us to to look into to mention yeah just get in touch and we can go from there okay and what about for teens is there much out there for for teens so this is probably an area that we really need to expand on so um like i said before we're adding to the website um all the time and i've got some um exciting kind of articles that i'm drawing up over the next few months so i think teens and what to do for teens is definitely something else that we need to look at but probably more some they might be more directed to kind of the attractions that we have so we have like golf plex and the bowling and the cinemas and that kind of thing on there so it's probably more kind of into their what they're interested in really um but yeah definitely something we're looking to expand to give some more information on Okay. All right. That's great. Okay. So there's, there's, um, I think it's one of those things, isn't it? That you, you could, you could probably in the area where we live, well, I'm sure this is a case in a lot of areas, but certainly, um, across the Thames Valley, you can literally, you never actually have to do, not have to do, but the same thing twice because there is so much on, isn't there? Definitely. There's always stuff on, um, I think the Thames Valley is really good for all their events and things. As always, you know, we've got fireworks coming up, we've got Christmas coming up, there's loads of Christmas markets, um, Christmas lights, ice skating, there's all sorts coming up. So, yeah, yeah I think that you could do stuff every day of the week. 
um, if you wanted to. Are there many places on the fireworks, are there many places that are doing big displays this year? So um, there's a big one in Wokingham. Um, I think there's one in Henley. Okay. Um, and there was another one locally that I've escaped me now. But yeah, okay. there are there but, are some... But are on the Not the all of them. Um, and a little bit like with Christmas, um, not everywhere is doing Santa's Grottos like they used to. So most of the garden centres used to do Santa's yes, Grottos. Yeah. And not all of them are doing it this year. I think just being overcautious because of COVID and not quite knowing what's going to happen with the restrictions and that kind of thing. Okay. Um, so if you are thinking about Christmas and Father Christmas and Grottos, again, my top tip would be to get in early um, just to make sure you get your tickets because there's not quite as much choice as... And it's all going to be, you have to pre book isn't it everything's gonna be pre-booked yeah okay yeah. is that information on your website already yeah so for, um for there's christmas. a christmas guide yeah <laughs> <laughs> i know it's like uh, i know it's awful to be talking about christmas before we've even got past half term but yes unfortunately um yeah. people are booking up really early so i mean some things were booking up in august for christmas so no um, oh yeah, my god you do have to be really really on the ball so okay. um yeah yeah okay. get in early if you have got your heart set on something yeah, not that not that we want our listeners to go into a panic because <laughs> no, I think because that, that, I I've heard that a few, uh, you know a few times lately and you, and you suddenly feel that slight uh, panic feeling yeah. and then it's like you have to take a reality check. Yeah. It is actually October. Yeah, we haven't got to half term, so don't panic. But definitely worth going have a look at then yeah. if you've got smaller children outside of school the pressure's not so much because you can go at any time I think it's when you've got school yes. children and you're trying to get those weekend slots that they they're the ones that book up quickly so um okay yeah, but don't panic what about things like Christmas fairs and that sort of thing are the schools still doing all those that, yeah so I think things? so okay. um, again maybe not all of them so Arabelle School's doing a little Christmas fair okay. um, I know Windsor's got a big Christmas market going on um but yeah there's quite a lot of small business um, markets and things going on in the area definitely okay all right that's great okay well thank you so much nina for coming in and talking to us about what's going on across the um the thames valley um if you um want to listen to the show all over again the great news is you can next week (laughs) because i'm taking a little break with my family so um or of course you can go and listen again on podcast um, or through the website, river.radio, you can listen again. I would highly recommend you you get a notepad and a pen and you just jot some things down, even if it's just ideas, and then you can go and have a look at have a look at the Wokingham Rocks website or, you know, ideas for, oh, I'm going to go to my local farm or, um, you know, soft play, that, that sort of thing, because they're likely to have something going on as well. But the key is probably to... Book in, in advance, yeah. And if you do yeah. go anywhere good or any of the suggestions that we've talked about today, then just tag us as well because we love to see people out and about enjoying themselves. Oh, so, yeah, you can tag us okay. on Instagram and Facebook. And, yeah, we love to see what people are up to. So, yeah, do tag us if you're if you're doing anything fun or if you've gone to any of the events we've talked about. Brilliant. Okay. And, um, and even though we don't want to mention it, um, you can also, if you want to be super organised, you can go on and have a look at Christmas. You can, yeah. <laughs> or, or from what Nina has said, maybe, yeah, it's probably better to do that sooner, sooner rather than, um, than later because uh, so maybe it sounds like that's changed a little bit this year with some of the Christmas grottos. Okay, well, thank you so much, Nina, for your time. That's been hugely valuable. Um, I actually thought we were kind of getting ahead of the game. <laughs> but I, I feel like I need to go, go home now and actually start doing, start doing some research. Um, so as I've mentioned, next week on the show, um, we're going to be playing this show again, which is great. My chat with Nina. So if you, um, 
if you like to settle down at 11 o'clock on Tuesday with a cup of tea, then please do the same. And you can hear us chatting all again about um, things that are going on and uh, some of Nina's favourite places that she's shared with shared with us today. Um, coming up later on River Radio at one o'clock is Andrea McLeod with On The Job. She will be chatting to David Price from Garden Rooms Online. And it looks like they've been um, busy doing some building work. And I'm sure Andrea mentioned on one of her posts something about this. He can build a garden room within um, basically a week. So uh, there's some good pictures. So go and go and have a look at uh, River Radio Facebook and Instagram for those. And then later this evening, 7pm, Tara Dean um, will be on with Inside the Music Scene and she will be talking to local band Sooner the Better. So thank you for listening to School of Parenting, um, the school you want to come back to because family life does not come with a manual. Um, thank you so much for your time, Nina. It's lovely having you on. Hopefully have you on again oh, yes, in the future. Yes. Thank so, you so much for having me. Thank you. Let's play out with Celebrate Good Times with Funk Town America. Song. Oh, okay. <laughs> 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 